Nashville, Tennessee is home to some of the world's finest musicians. From country music to R&B to hip-hop and everything in between, if you've heard it, Nashville's got it. But ever since I moved to the city in 2013, I've met some incredible musicians who fall in between the cracks. Amazing musicians who are passionate about that other music. So I'm not here to talk about the music you've probably heard. I'm here to introduce you to them, illuminate their music, and share their stories. My name is David Rogers. I'm an improviser, composer, and pianist here in Music City, USA. And I want to welcome you to the Improviser's Corner. On today's episode, I have the opportunity to speak with Nashville-based multi-instrumentalist and producer Daniel Sauls. We chat about his transition from working in the service industry to getting the call to tour with Lauren Daigle, the challenges and joys of life on the road, and the incredible influence of the Nashville scene on his own creativity. Daniel Sauls, thank you so much for being here today, man. Man, thanks for having me, brother. Um, this is cool because you were one of the first people I ever asked to be on this show. And we've been trying for four or five months to make this happen. <laughs> I'm so excited that we finally did. Absolutely, man. This um, is a dream for sure. Yeah. What you're doing here is super miraculous. You're, you're a community builder, brother, and you're doing it yes, one brick at a time, one human at a time, man. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, for people who may not know you, maybe introduce yourself, because a lot has changed for you over the last year plus or so. So yeah. maybe give people a little background on who you are and what um, are you up to these days. Yeah, I'm... I guess started off as a drummer, but I've kind of moved into this world of electronic music, um, live sampling, DJ kind of stuff. I'm doing a lot of stuff with an artist by the name of Lauren Daigle. Yeah. She does... Uh, gospel pop kind of a thing so i've been doing a lot of instead of playing to tracks i actually pull up and slice up and sample those tracks and perform in live wow so that's kind of the niche i found myself yeah in. that's amazing i bet i bet you get this question a lot these days but how did the lauren dago gig come about oh. is there a story <laughs> there's a story yeah um up to, I think, five years I'd been working in the service industry, uh, uh, working a serving job. Mm -hmm. And basically, I uh, just got a call from this random gentleman by the name of Dwan Hill, who's an incredible player. And um, just up to, I think, the day of five years working in this industry, I got a call with her. So I just kind of took a chance you know had no idea who she was or the camp that she lived in so like being able to just kind of step into that world and have the opportunity to play music is just it's uh humbling and very overwhelming for sure <laughs> yeah but, uh yeah a blessing yeah how do you you said you sort of made that transition from the service industry to doing music full-time mm. and how would you describe what you do with lauren um, so she basically approached me looking to take a lot of the tracks that came from the record. Uh, the new record that came out, Look Up Child, is just like, it actually has like a lot, 
very dense, a lot of strings, a lot of um, sampled percussion, just a, a lot of like sampled vocal kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so she wanted to have like an organic performance, but still be able to be true to like the original uh, kind of vibes of the record. So basically they sent me uh, to basically like slice up strings, for example, and be able to have that be off the grid, to have that be off of like the space bar mentality, uh-huh. which yet again is like, it's a part of the game. Uh-huh. Like I'm, I'm down, but to be able to like actually take that out of the computer and make it a performance based thing. Yeah. That's been the challenge that they kind of approached me with. So sure. Yeah. there's probably a lot of maybe misconceptions about sampling that a lot of people think it's just maybe it's just pushing buttons but I know for a fact just having worked with you that there's so much more that goes into it, especially on the preparation side of things Absolutely. I remember when you when you were prepping I don't know how many countless hours you were <laughs> you spent just chopping up the record what does that whole process look like it's is pushing buttons it or is there is I mean, there more to it certainly it is there are buttons and yeah. I am pushing them yeah. for sure. That is a fact. <laughs> um, in regards to like prepping it, like I have 64 buttons that I can work with here. So I have to figure out a way that I know that button 15 of the 64 is going to play this chord and it's referencing this part of the song. So um, basically when I'm, I take an audio file and then I slice it and then I just assign all those different parts of the song mm-hmm. to a different button. Okay. From there, I can uh, change the color of the button. Then that basically notates where uh, where it is in the song okay. uh, and like the duration of the note. So that's kind of, that takes it away from just like, a robotic kind of mindset where you're just firing off a different part of like a step in a sequence. Right. And I'm just trying to actually take these different colors, you know, and yeah. be able to paint with them with them. It's just like, it's insane. That's amazing. So yeah. Each, each song almost creates a different, uh, it would have to create a different instrument, a different set of 64 then. For sure. So yeah. How, how do you, how do you keep track of, which one is which like when you say button 15 is it like a keyboard where you're like oh this is an e or this is a c how do you keep track of all that um besides like the prep and organizing everything and the color coding i mean it's just like your instrument you know you just shed it you just practice it to a point where a, a lot of the times in the show i'm not looking wow just because i I've just done it so many times and it's a muscle memory thing at this point. So
talked about painting with colors a little bit. I wonder if you wanted to speak a little bit about your your own creative side and, and uh, your own music. Oh, yeah. Because I know there's a lot there. <laughs> and I don't think I know anyone else, certainly not in this town, who has the very specific and deep skill sets that you do, playing drums, playing guitar, being a singer-songwriter, doing the production thing, um, Man. And, and this as well. How would you describe your, your own artistry? Like, is there anybody, because it's so unique, is there anybody you pull inspiration from? Or is, yeah. how would you describe your own music? And yeah, I'm s- and I think that's like where I'm at right now. I'm still trying to figure out who I am as an artist. And mm. I think that's why I'm trying all those different things. Um, uh, you know, cause I grew up on rock. I grew up on like, you know, like Steely Dan, like more like the yacht rock, uh, AOR kind of stuff. And then like the clash, yeah. like punk and all that kind of stuff. So I, I try to pull from like that as an energy, you know, just like the, uh, the aesthetic of that kind of music is always just like really just, you know, just blood pumping music. That's just like yeah. a good time. So, but I still find myself always gravitating towards like hip hop mm-hmm. and of course like jazz, um, growing up in like, uh, in like, uh, suburban Georgia, yeah. you know, like being able to have access to like this incredible music. Like that's honestly what drove, drove me to, pursue sampling in general so okay. like of course jay dilla mad lib um you can hear like there's little things that jay d would do yeah. you hear these things and it's just like it's almost like he did that for for us you know for like the people that they're actually listening you know you know what i'm saying yeah. it's yeah. yeah it's it's wild uh but in regards to my artistry, I'm definitely trying to to do that. I'm trying to create a space, you know, not yeah. just uh, worry about if it feels good or whatever. All that will come. But mm-hmm. I think really it's just like creating a, I don't know, it's a, it's a vibe. Yeah. Is there any challenges maybe to what you do because it is so varied? Um, Because I know you are on the road a lot Mm. and having to manage being on the road maybe for the first time for a long period of time, I know it has its set of challenges. Has that impacted you in any way? Life on the road with the Lauren camp is insane. Like that's family. Just a really fun, uh, fun atmosphere. Very family oriented. I really can't, I can't find a, a negative word for anyone band or crew but that being said it is kind of difficult being able to pursue all the things that i want to you know it's yeah. and that's something i've kind of always been worried about uh just being to be real just like how do i do all these things 
you know, like being a multi-instrumentalist. Yeah. Like if you focus all your time on this one thing, then all these other things suffer. So it's like really learning that organization and being mm-hmm. able to like define different times for me to be able to work on my songwriter stuff and then work on my hip hop production, you know, yeah. like that's, that's kind of been the struggle, uh, being on the road. But, yeah. um, I, th- I think I've found the middle ground and you know, that will always right. fluctuate, but, uh, I'm, I'm happy where I'm at right now and yeah. I'm excited for the future for totally. sure with, uh, where my artistry will take me, I guess. Yeah, I think we're so. all excited as well oh, to man. follow along. <laughs> Are there um, anything in specifically that's helped you find that middle ground, like a, like a routine or or um, any, anything that you've, you've realized? You know, I'm always curious about if people, if they could give advice to their younger self, what they might say. Oh, man. And I wonder if there's something in there that's helped you find that middle ground lets you balance all these things. Man, it's write it down. I think that's the big thing. Mm-hmm. Like I got a good old like analog calendar, you know, with pen, pen and paper kind of thing. Yeah. And there's something about taking all these things that are going on in my head and actually putting it down on paper. Yeah. Something about that action that actually makes me do it. Yeah. Cause yeah, I, I certainly, previous i had a history of you know not being very organized and which you know i i think is awesome i think being sporadic is a is positive and that should be a part of your life but at the same time being able to again compartmentalize everything just so you can actually like i don't know have a a better understanding of uh of what you're doing and how to get better at that you know Mm. so That's cool. That's cool to hear. question yeah and uh you have been involved in so many other musicians and other artists artistry mm-hmm. myself being one of those lucky people um how would you uh, say the communities or the city of nashville has affected you um because the communities are so deep and so broad and so vast and there's so many people who who I've worked with personally who have affected me and um, maybe vice versa. Um, how would, how has Nashville affected you? Man, um, that's an awesome question. I, I guess I'd say um, in regards to the community, like it's pretty much like unending in its support, you know, like there's just, 
with the amount of like variety of music that's here um and also just the variety of players that are in this town like i think it's that's the one thing i've noticed is just people just go out to others shows and just support one another or just you know drop a kind word on instagram or something and like honestly that that's the one thing that got me through Mm. that and also of course getting opportunities to play and be able to pursue this this thing like um i'll always name drop this dude uh rick wilkerson who just recently moved back to atlanta and he's the guy that called me to do live sampling to 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 do what i was doing just strictly in my bedroom um with just a computer and then tiny little controller and he's like hey what if you just did that live with my band and he just you know allowed me to make mistakes allowed me to be me you know mm-hmm. gave me permission yeah to to play man so like it's a uh, guys like that um i mean gals like elena renee who's mm-hmm. just like super super just super hungry and the, like being able to see that in in like local artist eyes and musicians eyes be able to yeah. see that hunger i think is kind of puts you know checks me checks me and says is like okay is this is this really what you want is this is this make you happy and are you st- do you still want it do you still want more you know yeah. so that's great that answers your question yeah absolutely <laughs> Thanks so much, man. Yeah, dude. Thank you. I'm excited to come up with something. Let's cook with man. you. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Two cooks in the kitchen. <laughs> That's right, babe.